मनसि प्रतिष्ठिता मनो मेवाचि प्रतिष्ठितम् आविरावीर्म एधि वेदस्यम आणिस्थः श्रुतम् मेवा प्रहासि अनेनाधीतेन अहोरात्रान संदधामि रतम् वदिष्यामि सत्यम् वदिष्यामि तन्मामवदु तद्वक्तारमवदु अवतुमाम् अवतुवक्तारम् अवतुवक्तारम् ओम शांतिशांतिशांति श्रुतिस्मृतिपुराणानाम् आलयं करुणालयं नमामि भगवत्पादं शंकरं लोकशंकरं शंकरं शंकराचार्यं केशवं बादरायनं सूत्रभाष्यकृतोवंदे भगवन्तावपजकुनः ईश्वरो गुरुरात्मेति मूर्तिभेदविभागिने व्योमावत्यात्तदेहाय दक्षिणामूर्तये नमः ओमित्येदलक्षरमुद्गीतमुपासिते ओमित्येदलक्षरमुद्गीतमुपासिते तस्योपव्याख्यानम् Now we continue with Chandogya Upanishad on the page 123 where Ayandagiri says in the line 27 Nanu yajna vijnanena vakshamana vijnanasya nasangadhyasti what just preceded was Yajna Vijnanam, the meditation upon the Purusha as Yajna. So Yajna Vijnanena, meditation upon Yajna as the Purusha, Purusha as Yajna. Vakshamana Vijnanasya Nasangatihi. We do not find any connection of the preceding section with the following section. Katham Pauravaryam. Then, how can there be relations of Purva Pariyam. Purva and Apara. What preceded is Purva, what follows is Apara, and the what follows should have some relationship. So what precedes creates a background for what follows. Then alone there can be a logical connection. Because our mind always works in logical connection. If it does not find any relevance or connection at all, then we do not know how to relate with it. Ityashankya Anantarakhandasya Vyavahitena Sammandamaha So Vashagaras, even though the following section does not have the relation directly with what preceded, namely Yajna Vijnanam, it does have a relation with what preceded a little earlier, Vyavahitena, what is separated. Not what is immediate, what is separated. So Vashagaras says, 
ఎయిట్ లైన్ మనోమయ ఈశ్వర ఉక్త ఆకాశాత్మేజండిల్య విద్య దిస్ కేమ్ సో బిఫోర్ దాట్ కేమ్ సర్వం ఖలు ఇదం బ్రహ్మ తద్ జలాది శాంతోపాసిత అత ఖలు క్రతుమయ పురుషో యథాకృతరస్మిల్లోకే పురుషో భవతి తథా ఇతః ప్రేత్య భవతి సకృతం కురువీద దిస్ ఇస్ హౌ హీ షుడ్ రిజాల్వ్ ఇన్ హిస్ మైండ్ దిస్ హౌ హీ షుడ్ థింక్ ఇన్ హిస్ మైండ్ హౌ మనోమయ ప్రాణ శరీర భారూప హౌ ఇస్ ఈశ్వర మనోమయ ఐడెంటిఫైడ్ ద మైండ్ ప్రాణ శరీర బాడీస్ మేడ్ ఆఫ్ ప్రాణ భారూప ఇస్ సిఫల్జంట్ సత్య సంకల్ప వన్ సంకల్ప రిజాల్స్ ఆర్ ఆల్వేస్ ట్రూ ఆకాశాత్మ వన్ ఆత్మ ద ఫోమ్ ఈస్ లైక్ దట్ ఆఫ్ స్పేస్ సర్వకర్మ అవర్ పర్ఫార్మ్స్ ఆల్ ద యాక్షన్స్ సో దిస్ ఆవ్ మెడిటేషన్ అపాన్ ఈశ్వర వాస్ డిస్క్రైబ్ ఇన్ దట్ టైమ్ రిఫరింగ్ టు దాట్ మహర్షికాశ మనోమయ అండ్ ఆకాశాత్మ సో దిస్ టూ వర్డ్స్ ఆర్ దర్ ఇన్ దట్ పర్టికులర్ ప్యాసేజ్ వేర్ బ్రహ్మన్ వాస్ ఎంజాయిన్ or told to meditate upon as manomaya as akashatma so referring to the mahasagara says manomaya ishvara uktah ishvara or param brahma was said to be manomaya identified with the mind meaning that mind should be meditated upon as so ishvara is one identified with the mind so equal to mind ఆకాశాత్మ హెవింగ్ ఆకాశ స్పేస్ ఎస్ ద బాడీ అండ్ మెనీ దర్ యాట్రిబ్యూట్స్ ఆల్సో వెర్ గివెన్ సో ఈశ్వర వాస్ టు మెడిటేట్ అపాన్ ఎస్ ప్రొజెస్ట్ ఆఫ్ ఆల్ దీస్ వేరియస్ యాట్రిబ్యూట్స్ బ్రహ్మణ గుణైకదేశత్వైన ఆర్ ద మెనీ గుణ ఆర్ మెనీ యాట్రిబ్యూట్స్ ఆఫ్ బ్రహ్మన్ విచ్ ఆర్ స్టేటెడ్ దర్ ఆఫ్ దెమ్ వన్ ఆఫ్ దెమ్ వాస్ మనోమయ వన్ ఈస్ ఐడెంటిఫైడ్ ద మైండ్ ఆకాశాత్మ హెవింగ్ స్పేస్ ఎస్ ద బాడీ of the many qualities attributes these were the two attributes now so it is a ishvara ukta hai purvena sambandha aakashatma iti cha ishvara ukta hai so the ishvara was said to manomaya as well as aakashatma iti say ganagiri tatra brahmana gunayoho ఏకదేశత్వేన మన ఆకాశ్చుక్తృష్టిట్రిబ్యూట్స్ so yathokta gunaka brahma drushti one is not capable of meditating on brahman as possessed of all these various attributes so sarva satya sankalpa sarva karma sarva kama and whatever tayo eva then one can simply meditate upon brahman is only possessed of these two attributes 
संपूर्ण ब्रह्म दृष्टि कथनार्थम ऑल राइट देन मेडिटेट अपॉन ब्रह्मन एज मियरली पजेस्ट ऑफ दिस टू मनोमय है एंड आकाश शरीर है उत्तर ग्रंथ अवतार है दी दैट दर्पज ऑफ द फॉलोइंग टेस्ट इज टू एंजॉय मेडिटेशन अपॉन ब्रह्मन एज पजेस्ट ऑफ दिस टू एट्रीब्यूट माइंड एंड आकाश मीनिंग ब्रह्मन एज आइडेंटिफाइड द माइंड ब्रह्मन एज आइडेंटिफाइड द आकाश सो माइंड इज ब्रह्मन आकाश इज ब्रह्मन सो लुक अपॉन माइंड इज ब्रह्मन लुक अपॉन आकाश इज ब्रह्मन इट्स इजियर देन लुकिंग अपॉन मेनी अदर थिंग इज ब्रह्मन इज प्रोजेस्ट ऑफ मेनी एक्टिविटीज मन आकाशयो समस्त ब्रह्म दृष्टि विधान आरंभ मनो ब्रह्म इत्यादि सो नाउ द नेक्स्ट पैसेज बिगिन विद दिस वर्ड्स मनो ब्रह्म उपासित सो मनो ब्रह्म आदि बिगिनिंग विद पैसेज दैट सेक्शन आरंभ कमेंसेस फॉर समस्त ब्रह्म दृष्टि विधानार्थ फॉर एंजॉयनिंग दि दृष्टि लुकिंग अपॉन दिस टू इज एंटायर टोटली इज ब्रह्मन सो मैं आकाश समस्त ब्रह्म दृष्टि विधानार्थ दॉल ब्रह्मन इज सो ब्रह्मन इज माइंड एंड आकाश दुकिंग अपॉन दिस टू एंटायरली इज ब्रह्मन मीनिंग दैट इज इनफ ब्रह्म इज नो मोर देन दैट सो मन एंड आकाश टूगेदर आर एबल टू रिप्रेजेंट ब्रह्मन इन द एंटायरिटी formally so many attributes were presented as representing the totality of brahman now the two attributes are presented as representing the totality of brahman <coughs> and for that is the purpose of the next meditation next passage bhamaikyadi ubhay evam ubhayam upadishtam bhavate idi sambandha okay then So, continuing the passage. Now, let us read the passage. Passage number one. Mano Brahma Tivasita Ityadhyatmam Asa Adhidevatam Akasho Brahma Te Ubhayam Adhishtam Bhavate अध्यात्म चिदम चनो ब्रह्मेपासी मैंड इज ब्रह्मन सो लुक अपॉन मैंड इज ब्रह्मन अध्यात्म सो दिस इज मेडिटेशन ऑन ब्रह्मन एट दी पर्सनल प्लेन एट दी व्यस्टी ऑफ द इंडिविजुअल प्लेन एंड नेक्स्ट इज अथ अधिदेवतम मेडिटेशन ऑन ब्रह्मन अपॉन द डिवाइन प्लेन समस्ट इन द टोटालिटी आकाशो ब्रह्म द स्पेस इज ब्रह्म उभयम आदिष्टी विध्यात्म इंडिविजुअल एंड डिवाइन प्लेन सो ब्रह्म मेनिफेस्टेशन एट द इंडिविजुअल लेवल इज माइंड 
and Brahman's manifestation at the total or the divine level is Akasha. Brahman is everything. But then, Kativida Guna Kasya Vishaya, how do we meditate upon Brahman, Saguna Brahman, as possessor of infinite attributes? So that is the reason why it is very, very intelligent to give us a given form where we can look upon this form itself as Brahman. So we have now come down from the Upanishad even to more simpler forms of worshipping Ishwara. It is simply helping people to, to relate to Ishwara. The important thing is that Ishwara should be brought into our life. In such a manner that it becomes easier, so something should remind us of Ishwara. Something should be able to invoke the devotee in me. So therefore, I should live as a bhakta. And whatever I do, I do as a bhakta. And whatever I do becomes the devotion, offering to Ishwara. So this is so beautiful. To convert this person from a samsari to a bhakta of Ishwara. That's all. That's what you need. Then you need not do any other change. That change is happening in mind. Your life can remain what it is. So do whatever you need to do. Tasmat sarveshu kaleshu mamanusmara yudhyata. How the whole life can be centered upon Ishwara. <coughs> and do what you need to do. Bringing Ishwara into one's life. For that, the simpler forms of worship were given to us. Because we can invoke Ishwara in anything. Ishwara, because everything has a capability of reminding us of Ishwara. Ishwara, of course, is all-pervasive. At the same time, everything also represents glory of Ishwara. So one glory also becomes Ishwara, enough to remember a person whom we love, for example. So one thing also is enough. So the son has gone away to the United States for the mother. Then she says, oh, this is his shirt or his shoes, or his room, or something like that. It's enough to remind her of the whole person. And so also, one attributes or a few attributes also, are enough to remind us of the whole Ishwara. The mind is enough to remind us of Ishwara. Space is enough because we are always in contact with them. The mind is always with us. The space is always there. And if you can see Ishwara in them, then you can see Ishwara all the time. You know, Lord Krishna or whatever forms are there. And so this is to help us bring Ishwara into our life so that His remembrance is always there. <coughs> so He is remembered through His glories. And that's the whole universe is the glory of Ishwara. Devyaya Tadamidam Jagadatma Shaktya By Devi the entire Jagat is pervaded. Nishesha Devagana Shakti Samuha Murtya Devi or Goddess who possesses all the Shakti of all the Devatas, you know, total. Tam Akhira Deva Maharshi Pujyam, one who is worshipped by all the Devatas and all the Maharshis. So, they see Devi's glory is everywhere. So, this is how the invoking Ishwara, where Ishwara's glory is. May, I mean, you know, even though everything represents the glory of Ishwara, there are a few things where Ishwara's glories are specifically or distinctly or excellently manifest. 
So that's why the tenth chapter, we are, that's a vibhuti yoga, where we are given number of objects. Keshu Keshu Bhaveshu Chintyosi Bhagavan Maya. Hey Bhagavan, what are your expressions where I can meditate upon you? So you can meditate upon anything, but my mind is not pure enough to be able to appreciate you in everything. So depend, because my mind still is Ragadvesha, it still likes and dislikes. So it likes beautiful things, does not like, it has its own definition of what is beautiful anyway. That's called Ragadvesha. Raga means this alone is beautiful and Dvesha, that is ugly. So this is good, that is bad, you know. All right. So accepting that, so whatever your mind considers as beautiful, all right. Appreciate Ishvara there. So beautiful things, glorious things, things that represent Ishvara's power, beauty, glory, vastness, etc. So they are, they are given to us for meditation on Ishvara. <coughs> So that's the style. That's the style of the Vedas. Help this person think about Ishvara. So that his mind, we give him different thing to think. If the mind is allowed to think whatever it wants, it will keep on going around useless. So give it a topic, give it a subject matter of Ishvara. That's how in course of time the mind becomes identified with Ishvara. Becomes Ishvara. So mind has the capability of becoming Ishvara. <coughs> That's called meditation. <coughs> so then says Vashyakara, Manaha Manute Anena Iti Antahkaram Tad Brahma Param Ittipasita Iti Atmisham darshanam adhyatmam manaha. What is manaha? Manute anena iti manaha. So that by which one thinks is called manaha. Just in case, you know, what is mind? This question may be there because this is not a very tangible entity. Mind is not a tangible entity. That's why in Lord Krishna there is no question, you know, tangible entities are given. Murtamcha, amurtamcha. The world consists of tangible and intangible. So in the Vedic times, even though meditation is you know, intangible entities, not so much tangible. So therefore Mahasagara just clarifies manute aneneti manaha. So that by which one thinks is called manaha antahkarnam, the inner organ. That Brahma, Param Brahma. So that's the most exalted, supreme, or limitless Brahman. Iti Upasi. That's it. Mind is Paramatma. Iti Upasi. Iti. Interesting enough, I just discovered that in all the ten major Upanishads, nowhere is the word Paramatma used. You know? So Paramatma is not found anywhere. Atma is found. And Brahma is found. There is no need to qualify Atma as Paramatma. And even Brahma itself is also, Bhastakar adds Param. Param Brahma and Param Brahma. But then we have meditated upon mind as Param Brahma, as Supreme Brahma, as Ishvara. The Adhyatmam. What is Adhyatmam? Atmasham Dasanam Adhyatmam. The meditation centered upon the Self. Centered upon an individual is called Adhyatma. 
But Adi is the, is the location. So, Adi Atma becomes Adhyatma. So, it's Avyayi Bhava Samasa, where the Avyayi is maintained, Adi. The next one, Asa Adi Daivatam, Devata Vishyam, Idam Vakshyamaha. Asa, thereafter, Adi Daivatam, meaning Devata Vishyam, meditation centered upon Devatas, meditation centered upon the Devat Gods. For the Gods, all the elements, all the, all the natural forces also are looked upon as gods or the, what is correspondence? There is a correspondence. The sense of beauty. So Upanishad always brings to our attention the correspondence existing between the individual and total. So yathande, tasapinde, tasabrahmande. So what obtains at the individual level, obtains in the cosmic level. Only the correspondence between the individual and the cosmos. <coughs> Therefore, same setup exists at the cosmic level. Therefore, just as I have a head and I have feet and I have body and eyes and ears at cosmic level also, there is head and feet and ears and eyes. You call it, call it cosmic person. So, Adi Devatam, Devata Visham, Idam Bhakshamaha. Then, this is the Devata Visham, the meditation. So, then it says, Asa, Adi Devatam, Devashakal Bhakshamaha. Now, we are going to tell you the meditation which is pertaining to the Brahman's expression or Brahman's manifestation at the divine plane at the cosmic level. So what is that? Says Vashyakara. Akasho Brahmetyupasita. Akasho Brahmetyupasita. Akasha Brahma. Akasha is Brahma. It is Upasita. We meditate upon, meditate upon Akasha is Brahma. So we see Akasha. Meditate upon Akasha. Have the bhavana of Brahma. <coughs> Siddhanagiri evam ubayam upadishtam bhavadeti sambandha. In this manner, both are being enjoined here. Okay. Alright, now the next sentence. Evam ubayam adhyatmam asidevatam cha ubayam. Brahma Drashti Vishayam Adishtam Upadishtam Bhavati Evam in this manner, Ubhayam, both of these, what are both of these? Adhyatmam Adhidayavatam Cha. The individual <coughs> plane and the cosmic plane. Brahma Drashti Vishayam the meditation where you look upon the mind and akasha 
In this manner, both of these are told. Instruction is given about both of these, Adhyatma and Atidaivata. It is. Tadev Ubhayam Bhajat Vivajate, both of these are, are divided and told, Adhyatma Mitri. Then says the Bhashyakara father, Akashamana Soho Sukshmatvat. So some similarity must be there. To help us meditate, some similarity must be there. So what is the similarity between mind and Brahman? What is the similarity between Akash and Brahman? It is that similarity. It brings to mind, you know. So if this Murti and Lord Krishna there are some similarity. Then this brings to our mind Lord Krishna, then we can meditate upon Lord Krishna with the help of this form. So mind also should bring to our mind Brahman. Akasa also should bring mind Brahman. So Akashamana so Sukshmatvar. So Bhashyakara has a reason why Akasha and mind are presented as the objects we meditate upon because both of them are subtle. Katham mano dushti vishayatvena adhyatman mano brahmati upasanam vidhichade. Katham mano dushti vishayatvena adhyatman mano brahmati upasanam vidhichade. Here I have, a, I have a footnote which says, At katham manasa brahma dushti vishayatvam. That's how it should happen. We should understand that way. Katham manasa brahma dushti vishayatvam. So how does the mind qualify? To be the object to be meditated upon is Brahman. So what is there in mind which qualifies it to be meditated upon as Brahman? Yena Adhyatmam, because of which among all the things which exist in the individual plane, the mind is selected as an object of meditation. So what is the mind possessed to qualify to become an object of meditation <coughs> as Brahman? So that's what Vashagara says. Manasa Upalabhyatvacha Brahmanaha Yogyam Manaha Brahmadrushtehe So Brahmanaha Manasa Upalabhyatvacha That's how it is. Manasa Brahmanaha Manasa Upalabhyatvacha because the mind is, because Brahman is perceived in mind. So mind is where Brahman is realized or perceived. Therefore, Brahma Dushte, Manaha Brahma Dushte Yogyam. Therefore, the mind is quite fit 
for being looked upon as Brahman because mind is where Brahman is perceived. Brahman is known. Brahman is realized. Tathāve katham brahma dhrushte ākāsham viṣayi bhavati naitenu palampyade brahma. All right. If mind qualifies to be the object of meditation because that is where Brahman is known. How does Akasha become the fit object because you don't see Brahman in Akasha? Akasha. You do not realize Brahman through space. So how does space qualify for being object of meditation? Ityasana kya hai? So Bhashyakara replies that doubt. Akasha says so the next sentence is Akashasya Sarvagatattvad Sukshmatvad Upadhinatvacha Akashasya Brahmadushtaya Yogyam or Brahmadushtaya Yogya actually. So Yogyam is not right because Akashasya is Anuvrutti. Brahmadushtaya yogyam is all right, like mana is neutral. Akasha is masculine. Akasham also is, is okay. The word Akasha obtains in both neutral as well as masculine genders, but here masculine Akasha is mentioned in masculine gender. Therefore, Brahmadushtaya yogya Akashasya sarvagatattvat because the space is all pervasive, Brahman also is all pervasive. Sukshmatvat, Brahman is extremely subtle. Subtle and subtle, space also is subtle. Upadi vihinatva, hinatvacha. And Akasha is nirupadikam. Not conditioned by unconditioned. Not conditioned by any adjunct. And Brahman also is unconditioned. So thus there are similarities between Akasha and Brahman. And many of the similarities are there. Akasha is asangam, unattached, nirlevam, untainted, niranjanam, untainted. So Akasha has many attributes which are similar to Brahman. Because Akasha possesses the attributes in relative sense. Brahman possesses them in the absolute sense. That's the difference. But still, so Akasha is very often presented as the object of meditation upon, to be looked upon as Brahman. ब्रह्मदृष्टेमदृष्टेमदृष्टेमदृष्टेमदृष्टेमदृष्टेमदृष्टेमदृष्टेमदृष्टेमदृष्टेमदृष्टेमदृष्टेमदृष्टेमदृ
to give us further similarity, to help us meditation upon Brahman. So next passage says, Tadetat Chatushpad Brahma Vakpada Pranapada Chakshupada Shrotram Pada Ityadhyatmam Adhidaivatam Adhinif Pada Vayu Pada Aditya Pada Dishaf Pada Iti Uhayameva Adishtam Bhavade Adhyatmam Chai Adhidevatam Chai Tadeda Chatushpad Brahma Imagine that Brahman has four feet. Here Pada means feet. Brahman has four feet. Like an animal has four feet, Brahman also has four feet. Vat Pada, Pranav Pada, Chakshuf Pada, Srotram Pada, at the individual level. So Brahman, the mind is Brahman now. So Brahman of the nature of mind, or mind which of the nature of Brahman has four feet. And what are those four feet? Vagra speech, Pranaha, this organ of smell here, Pada and Chakshu, the eyes, and Shrotam, the organ of hearing. So usually these are the organs that are always brought, they are the predominant organs, obtaining on the, on the face. So hardly you find the mention of the organ of touch, you know. is understood, but you know, it does not draw our attention as much as these organs are eyes, ears, even smell, speech, these are the most of most often used. Of them eyes, ears and speech are most and the prana. Most often used. So prana is white alert, speech, eyes and ears are the the faculties that are most used in our day-to-day vivahara. Therefore they are most mentioned. <coughs> then at the level of Adhidaivada, divine plane, Agnihi, so correspondence is there. Organ of speech at the individual level, Agni the fire at the cosmic level. You can say fire is a cosmic speech. Because Agni is the deciding deity of the organ of speech. Vayu, Padaha, and Vayu and Prana. Prana could be interpreted as vital air also. But Vashakara chooses to interpret here as the organ of smell, because the organs of perception are the, the topic. Therefore, why the prana is interpreted as organ of smell, even if it is vital air, then the vayu is the presiding deity, or why the presiding deity also of the organ of smell. So correspondence. Aditya Padaha Chakshu, the individual level, Aditya, the cosmic level. The organ of fear in the individual level, the quarters or directions at the cosmic level. It is Ubhayameva Adhishtam Bhavati Adhyatnamcha Adhidayavaramcha and thus both the meditation in the or the, uh, the organs or the feet 
at the individual level and the individual cosmic level are being told here. <coughs> Says Vashrikara. Tadetata Manakyam Chatuspad Brahma Chatwarapada Asaidi so this mind itself is Brahman having four feet. What is Chatushpat? Chatvara Pada Asedi Chatushpat. So that which possesses four feet is called Chatushpat. So the Brahman of the nature of mind is Chatushpat. Having four feet. Manasa Chatushpatam Prasnapurukam Vitpadayati. All right. As preceded by question, Vashyakara explains how the mind possesses four feet. So Vashyakara says, Katham Chatushpatam Manaso Brahmana Ityaha. So how does Brahman, mind, I mean Brahman which is mind, how does it have four feet? So then answer is given. If this question is there, answer is given here. Vat pranas chakshusrotram ityade padaha ityadhyatmam Speech, organ of smell, eyes and ears. So these are the four feet of Brahman of the nature of mind. It is dhyatam, that is the individual plane. Then Adhidevagasya Akashasya Chatushpatam Prakatayadi. So Brahman at the cosmic level is space, so that also is four feet. So that is brought out in the next one, Asaityadina. Asaadhidevatam Akashasya Brahmanaha. Ajnirvayuraditya dishaha ityete asadhivatam. Then at the divine plane similarly akasha akashasya brahman. At the divine plane akasha is presented as brahman. Of that the four feet are agnihi vayu aditya dishaivi. So ite. So these are four feet of brahman. The Akasha, which is Brahman, the cosmic plane. Akasha, which is the manifestation of Brahman at the cosmic plane. Mana Akasha Uktam Chatushpatam Nigamayati. And then, now again, it is states here, concludes that mind and space, both of them, have four feet. Evamiti. Because nothing new is so evam. Because Upanishad says, Iti uvayam eva adhishtam bhavati adhyatmam cha achadayivatam cha. So it is nigamanam. Meaning that you re, you re assert what you already stated. So nothing new is being stated there. Vasa evam, Vashyakara says, evam uvayam eva chatushpad brahma adhishtam bhavati Anyapam chayavad devatam 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 chay
is now instructed in this manner and the individual plane and the cosmic plane. The next page. The next passage says, you can read all the passages together. Vageva Brahmanas Chatustaspadaha Sognina Jodisha Bhati Chatapatisha Bhati Chatapatisha Kirtiya Shasa Brahma Vachasena Yatevam Veda Now show the correspondence between the, the individual level and the cosmic level. Vageva Brahmana Chaturtha Padaha. Speech is the is fourth quarter, fourth feet, or one of the four feet you can say. Chaturtha means four, but then the speech is the fourth feet, or one of the four feet of Brahman, which is mind. So, Agnina, Jyotisha, Bhadija, Tapadisha. That this speech shines and emits heat, you know. Bhati means shines. Tapati means emits heat. So, speech shines and emits heat. So, where does it get that light, brightness and heat? So, Agnina, Jyotisha. So, speech derives its brightness and heat from Agni at the cosmic level. So, Agni is the Residing deity of the organ of speech. So speech can be fiery speech. You know. So speech can illumine as well as speech can heat up. So shines and emits heat also. <coughs> speech can be fiery. Every level organ can be. And then it derives its heat and brightness from fire. So this correspondence between the individual and the cosmos. So you even Veda, who you know, meditates in this manner, looking upon mind as Brahman and looking upon the speech as one foot of Brahman, which is, which derives as heat and life from fire, in that manner one who meditates, one who sees this correspondence, sees the glory of Brahman at the individual level, at the cosmic level, sees the correspondence, how the two are not entirely different, only different in, in, this, in the dimension. Individually is limited in every way in the dimension of space, time, etc. The cosmos is vast and the world is vast in all the dimensions. Individually is limited in every dimension. So other than that, there is no tattvic or there is no difference as far as the truth of the essence is concerned. So what is the essence of the individual is the essence of total. And that's one can see the correspondence between the two that helps one to identify with totality. I can imagine myself as possessed of the cosmic body, that my head is heaven, my speech is fire, my eyes are quarters, directions, my smell is the the wind. So this is how one can really identify with the cosmos or one can meditate upon cosmos upon oneself. That's how one grows in vastness. 
So this is the Upanishadic way of helping a person growing in vastness. The only problem is that Brahman has been confined to this limited Upadhi. He is not confined, but thought to be confined. And thus I look upon myself as only confined to this limited Upadhi, though I suffer from a sense of insignificance, which is not a reality about me. Had that been reality about me, okay, there is nothing you can do, but that's not so. This individual upadhi has no capability of, in fact, confining me. This little part cannot contain space. No capability of confining space. Still we think that there is a part space, one part space, different other part space, etc. And all these differences are created because of our perception, not because of reality. And they were helping us to grow into the vastness. And thus overcome the sense of smallness or limitedness, insignificance. So one who thinks in this manner, bhādhicā, tapadicā, he also shines and emits seat. Because he is meditating on Brahman, that shines and emits seat. So he also becomes like that. How? Kītya yashasā. Kītya and yashas. So different is only pratyaksha, pratyakshatva, parokshatva, abhyam, bheda, kīrti, yashasaha. So kīrti is pratyaksha, meaning that when I am praised in my presence, this is all kīrti. When I am well known, where I am not. So when I am present, I am well known, that's called kīrti, fame. I am known, where I am not present also, that's called yashas. And both of them are fame. So what's the difference between Kirti and Yashas? When both of them are mentioned, we should notice the difference as Pratyaksha and Paraksha. Where I am and where I am even not. So that's how a person shines and I mean seeks by his fame. <coughs> Brahma Varcha Seyanacha and also by the luster of Brahma. Here Brahma Varcha says luster one acquires by studying the Vedas or the luster that one acquires by constantly thinking of Brahman here. So study of the Vedas also brings about a luster, because Vedas are also expression of Brahman. So Vedas also are called Brahman. So you repeat Vedas, nothing but repeating Brahman. And therefore the luster that obtains in Brahman, which is there in Vedas, also comes to you because of your identification. So here also because of identification with Brahman, this person also shines and emits seeds by the luster of Brahman. So luster that comes by reciting or studying Brahman or Vedas. <coughs> here of course Brahman means Brahman also. <coughs> Bhashakara explains this. Tatra Vāgeva manasau brahmanaha chaturthaf pādaha itara pādatra apekshaya Tatra, when it comes to all the four feet, Vāgeva manasau brahmanaha. So brahman of the nature of mind, or mind of the nature of brahman, of that brahman which is mind, Vāgeva chaturthaf pādaha. The speech alone is the fourth foot. Why fourth? The Vaishyakara says, Itara Padatra Apeksha, nothing else. It's just four number. 
not to distinguish speech as having some so not to present speech as having some distinction as compared to other three, just four in number. So with reference to other three, this is called the fourth. One, two, three and four. First, second, third, fourth, that's all. That fourth doesn't have any distinction other than three. And so with reference other three, with reference to other three, this one is called the fourth. That's all. Why is it called Pada? Why is it called foot? So why is the speech called a foot? That Vashakara explained. So, Siddhanta Nagari, Adhyatmikan, Padan, Prapanchayati. Vashakara now explains in detail the feet obtaining at the individual level. Padatvam, Vatahar, Vitpadayati. How is the speech? A foot. That's what Vashakara explains here with reasoning. Vachahi, these so next sentences. Vachahi padena iva. 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 Gavadi, an animal like a, like a cow. Padena, how? So, Visham Pratitishthati. How the cow approaches the object it wants with the help of the foot. Siddhanagiri, Yatha Gavadi Gantavyam Padena Eva Prapnoti. So, how an animal such as the cow attains Gantavyam, where it wants to go? So if cow wants to go somewhere, the means available to it is the foot, feet. So how with the help of the feet, the cow goes to where it wants to reach. Devadattavi, even in a manner similar to that, an individual such as Devadatta, a Tom, Dick and Harry, that's Devadatta. Vachayiva padena bhaktam visham pratilabhade. So Devadatta also wants to reach an object, Bhaktavim Vishem, the object which he wants to talk about. So object of speech is where Devadatta wants to reach. So Vacha Iva Padena. Of course, a cow has actual foot. In the foot word, foot can be applied to cow in a primary sense. In that sense, the speech is not a foot. But then speech serves a purpose. Then a foot serves in case of an animal. In that sense, only in a secondary sense, the speech is called a foot. So what purpose does a foot serve for an animal? How the foot animals an animal to reach the desired place. And so also the speech animals the individual to reach the desired object. So pots, cloth, ghatta, pata, matha. So I want to reach those objects, think of those objects, because mind wants to think. So how does the mind think of an object? Mami Rata Deva Ghatta, immediately the thought of the pot comes in the mind. Pata, Matha. So it is speech which enables the mind to reach the object that the mind wants to reach. In that sense, the speech serves the purpose of a foot. And therefore, even though speech is not a foot in a primary sense, in a secondary sense, it can be called a foot. 
Then the word is quite appropriate that the speech is presented as a foot because it serves a purpose similar to the purpose that the foot serves for an animal such as a cow. Then Vashyakana says, Swataha manasa padahimava. Ataha manasaha. Therefore, the speech is like the foot of Brahman, which is mine. Tatha Pranaha Pranaha Padaha Tatha, in a manner similar to that, Prana, so Vashaka is Prana is Dhyana. Prana here means the organ of smell. So what Prana is often used? So Vak, Prana, Sakshu, Shrotram, Mano. So Vashaka, no, Vak, Prana, Sakshu, Shrotram, Balam Indriyani. So Vak, Prana, Sakshu, Shrotram, Balam Indriyani. Apyayand, Mamangani. May all these organs may grow in strength, or may they become fit for realization of Brahman. So when they, they enumerate these organs, start vāt, prāṇa, chakshu, śrūtra, the prāṇa means the organ of smell. So thus, very often, the word prāṇa also is used, that's why we breathe also. So I guess you can smell the smell only when you breathe, otherwise you cannot. In that sense, the vāyu brings the smell to you. <coughs> So how the speech was explained as pada or foot, so also the organ of smell also serves a similar purpose. That's what Bhashakara explains, tenape. Tenape Dandavasham Prati Chankramati. Tenape. So mind wants to reach out to the object of smell. So object is there. How does the mind reach out there? Object of smell? Through prana, through the organ of smell. Therefore, organ of smell also serves the purpose similar to the purpose that a food serves for an animal. Adhyatman, Chatashpatvam, Manasobrahmanaha. The sign of manas similar to that, Chakshu Padha. The organ of seeing sight also is a quarter because it helps us reach the object of sight. Shrutram Padha. The organ of hearing also is a foot because that helps us reach the, the object of hearing. <coughs> In this manner, Adhyatmam Chatashpatvam Manaso Brahmana. So, therefore, the mind which is Brahman at the individual plane possesses four feet in this manner. So, he is called Chatashpat. So, Brahman, mind which is Brahman, the individual plane, has four feet in this manner. Adhidevikan Padan Virunati. 
then Brahma at the cosmic level also has four feet. So then Athaidi, Mahashikana says, Atha Adhidaivatam Adhivayu Aditya Vishaha Akasasya Brahmanaha Udare Iva Gopadaha Vilagna Upanabhyante Pera Tasya Akasasya Agnyadeha Pada Uchyante Space? How does space have legs? Space doesn't reach anywhere. It's already everywhere. So how do you say this Agni and Vayu and Aditya and Dishaya, these four are the feet of Akasha, Brahma of nature of Akasha. Where does Akasha go? So here the feet are to explain in a different way. Now coming to Brahman as a cosmic plane, Akasha. Agni, Vayu, Aditya, Dishaha. These four devatas, the fire, the wind and the air, the sun and the quarters, Agasasya Brahmana, Padaha. They are the four feet of Brahman of the nature of Agasha. How? Udare, Eva, Goho, Padaha, Vyajnaha, Upalabhyante. Goho, Udare, Eva, Padaha. So just as in a cow, the four feet are hanging from the stomach. So from the belly, the four feet are hanging. So from Akasha also, these four are hanging. In that sense, they can be called the feet. <coughs> it's a matter of imagination. So you have to have imagination, then only you can meditate. Otherwise, how can you meditate? So visualization requires imagination. How do you meditate upon these four devatas, the four feet? In this manner. All the devatas, they all depend upon Akasha for their being there. So, says Anandagiriyasa, Goho Udare Padaha Lagnaha Lakshante. It looks actually to the feet that support the belly, you know. But it looks as though the feet are well, lagna. They are actually joined or connected with the feet. Not only hanging, but actually connected. So just as the feet of the cow are seen as though connected, you know, with the belly. Tata akasasya udre eva. And so also in the belly of the, the Brahman, that is akasa, in its belly. Agnadeva lagnadushyante. Looks like these four devatas also are hanging in the belly of the Brahman, that is akasa. Tena tasya akasasya agnadeva padahavuchyante. By that, because of that similarity, Agni, etc., called the feet of Brahman of the nature of space. Siddhanagiri Tasmat Tasside Padaya Bhavandi Therefore, this four as though become the feet of Brahman, which is Akasha of the space. Dvida Pada Vivaran Upasamharati. Concludes here the explanation of the feet at the, the, the four feet at the two levels. Evam it is Vashagara says. Evam Ubhayam Adhyatmamcha Adhadevatam Chatus 
तदुष्पादिष्टम सध्यात्म चतुष्पाद आध्यात्मिक सो आदिदेव दैवतम चतुष्पाद सो ब्रह्मन हैविंग फोर फीट एंड द इंडिविजुअल एंड द डिवाइन प्लेन्स आदिष्टम ही इज बीइंग नाउ टोल्ड इंस्ट्रक्टेड इन दिस मैनर श्रीरानी संप्रति आध्यात्मिक पादनाम आदिदेविक पादे अधिष्ठेतया संबंध अनुचिंतनीय दर्शय उपक्रम फॉर चिंतन यू रिक्वायर सम संबंध और कनेक्शन संप्रति नाव आध्यात्मिकाम पादानोर फीट उपेनिंग द इंडिविजुअल प्लेन आदिदेव पाद एंड फोर फीट उपेनिंग कॉस्मिक प्लेन संबंध वाट्स ए रिलेशनशिप वाट्स ए करेस्पॉन्डेंस अनुचिंतनीय नाव so meditation also involves meditating upon this correspondence that obtains with the feet at the individual and the cosmic planes a correspondence obtains that also should be part of the meditation iti darshayitu upakramade to show that bhashyakara begins tatra iti tatra vageva manaso brahmana चतुर्थ अग्निनातिदेवतेन ज्योतिषा भाति चीप्य तपति चौष्णी कौते तगेव मनस ब्रह्मण चतुर्थ पाद एक्सप्लेन पैसे वागेव ब्रह्मण चतुर्थ पाद That's why the passage number three says, "Tatranao." When we now are clear about the four feet, the individual cosmic planes, then coming now to the correspondence, tatrade, vageva manasa brahmana chaturtha pada. The speech indeed is the one of the four quarters of Brahman, which is mind, or mind which is Brahman. You can say. So, sir. अग्निनाधिदेवते ज्योतिषाधिशाधिशाधिशाधिशाधिशाधिशाधिशाधिशाधिशाधिशाधिशाधिशाधिशाधिशाधिशाधिशाधिशाधिशाधिशाधिशाधिशाधिशाधिशा
Sintamam te aushnim karoti. The speech also can heat or burn. It, it, it shines and burns. From the light and heat of fire, which is the corresponding foot at the cosmic level. So, Or another meaning also can be there just to help us meditate upon correspondence. What is Agni can be made and understood differently also. Athava tailagritade agne ashanena idha vad bhaticha tapaticha vadanaya utsahavatisyat ityartaha or tayana ghirtari agne asanena or what agni can be understood as agne asanam the food of the nature of fire so we are consuming earth and water and fire these three elements we are consuming all the food grains etc are the earth water and the liquids are the water and this ghee and oil these are the agnaya so they are elements which represent fire so this will be clarified in the sixth chapter of Chandogya. Atva tayana krutadi agnaya ashanayana. So ashanam, the food of the nature of taila, the oil, dhritam, the ghee, clarified butter. So idda, then the speech is actually so illumined by and heated by them. So idda, the speech that is thus enlivened, illumined and made bright by the fire of the nature of the ghee oil etc. Vaad bhadijet so you can say that the speech derives its power and its heat and its brightness from the fire of the nature of the oil, ghee, etc. Tapati Santamam So, what is tapati cha? Vadanaya utsavadisyat. Become enthused about speaking. So, vast speech gains enthusiasm, gains an energy, becomes enlivened. So therefore if you want to make a speech enlivened, consume ghee, consume oil, but must be consumed as they are, not fried oil, not deep fried ghee oil, etc., as they are. Therefore natural Buddha will prescribe that every morning you should chew, masticate these sesame seeds. That's how you should get your oil in a primary sense. Ghee also, the cow ghee but not mixed in anything as best as possible, consume it as it is. So consume the chapati, the hot, or with rice, hot. With hot food you add ghee, so it becomes also hot. Consume ghee while hot. Then it's in the most natural form. And consume oil when it is in most natural form. You can't drink oil, so the way to consume oil is by sesame seeds. Or by peanuts, you know, you can eat, so you can eat them as that's how you consume oil. Or coconut, whatever, nuts. Nuts have oil. Anyway, this is what I would interpret. Whether you should do or not, it's individual, you know, individual perception and decision.
then Mahasagara says, Vidvat Phalam. So what's the result of this meditation? Bhatisha, Tapadisha, Kirtya, Yashasa, Brahma Varchasena, Evam Yathoktam Veda. Here my princess Veda, actually Veda, not Veda, <coughs> in the text. Vidvat Phalam. So what's the phala, the result of this meditation? Bhadijat, tabadijat. So this fellow also, by meditating upon heat and light, he also shines and emits heat. How? Kirtya, yashasa, brahma varchasena. So by kirti and yashasa, by fame, he emits heat. And by brahma varchasena, he shines. So by the lustre of brahman, he shines. And by his glory, he emits heat. Yevam, yathoktam veda, one who meditates in this manner. <coughs> Kirti Yashasoho Pratyakshatva Parokshatva Abhyam Bhedha. So difference in Kirti and Yashas, both of them mean fame. The difference is between Pratyaksha and Parokshatva. In your presence and where you are not present, the two kinds of fame are called Kirti and Yashas. <coughs> That's how Vashyakara explains this next meditation. Oh. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishyate Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Bhashya Krutavande Bhagavanta Lopuna Punaha Ishvaro Guru Ratnevi Murti Veda Vibhagire Vyoma Vatvyapta Dehaya Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Hari Om